Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. This is Latasha Martin, and I'm excited that we're together one more time. Um, if you are on YouTube, if you would subscribe and follow, that would be great. If you're watching on Periscope, you can give us some hearts or some comments. And if you are in Connect, Collaborate, Create, that means that you are one of our collaborators. Now, if you're in one of those other environments and you want to join us, you simply go to Facebook and look up Connect, Collaborate, Create, and you'll be able to join us here to get this message in the morning and more. Um, so our topic for today is called Accepting the Will of God. And this is part one of a two-part series. And I am thrilled because I was just like, man, God is really like talking to me on some stuff in real time about accepting God's will. And so for today, I just want to make sure that we're all on the same page. And see, here I go again, forgetting my podcast audience. Okay. And so again, this is Latasha Martin. And if you are joining the podcast, this is episode 41, 41 days, and I've only missed one day. So that's a good thing. But anyways, let me go ahead and open up in a word of prayer. And I just, again, appreciate anyone who's joining us live. Dear God, we thank you so much for bringing us together one more day. Lord, I am so excited about what you are showing me in my life in real time on obedience and faith and confidence. Dear God, I pray that anyone under the sound of my voice can receive this message today and to understand that, God, you are a sovereign God. And that, Lord, no matter what weapons come form, no weapons that formed against us shall prosper. And that we need to have the confidence that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. But in this process today, dear God, I pray that as I surrender my will to your desire for me, I pray that you come into this atmosphere today and you anoint it, God. I pray that you consume it, God. I pray that you go before me, God. And that you will make a pathway so that I can have peace beyond all understanding. And I pray anyone who is listening to this message today, if they're finding themselves in a battle, I pray that they were reminded through the sharing of the word today that the battle is not for them to fight. Our only responsibility is to love like Jesus loved and to just obey what you are reminding us to do in the unctioning of the Holy Spirit and by spending time with you. So God, we thank you today. We give you the highest praise in Jesus name. Amen, amen, amen. So again, today's topic is, um, it's a two part series. The first part we're gonna talk about today is this whole idea of faith and it's childlike faith. And so as I always share when I'm on this broadcast so that I can put it into context for what we're talking about, um, what I realized is I'm in the middle of having a few things that are happening in my personal, my professional life. And the stuff in my personal life is going on with my kids. And so it's like, have you ever known that you're supposed to have you know, faith of a mustard seed and you're supposed to seek ye first the kingdom of God? But when it comes to being a parent, what I'm recognizing that God is showing me is that what I have been spending time in is what I'm calling this sophisticated faith, the sophisticated faith, and it's frustrating. And so what is sophisticated faith? Sophisticated faith is when we know enough, enough scripture, we know enough word, we know enough about who God is to get excited and say, I know this scripture, I know this situation, I should apply this scripture. But what God was reminding me of today is that in order for us to see and experience the fullness of God, we need to have childlike faith. And so our reference for today actually comes out of Matthew, the 19th chapter, and it is the 13th through the 15th verse in the NIV translation. And this is what it says. 
It says, then the people brought little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray for them. But the disciples rebuked them. Jesus said, let the children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of the heaven belongs to such as these. When he had placed his hands on them, he went on from there. And so let's talk about what this means when we talk about this childlike faith. And I always like to make sure that we can put scripture into context of what Jesus is actually talking about. And so in this time, it was like children and you think about kids, right? Kids are these, you know, they, they just believe you, at least when they're really, really little. As they get older, they have minds of their own. But when they're really little and you have this childlike faith, you think about that. When you tell a kid, you can tell them these little, what we call white lies, and they will believe you because they just receive as an adult or as another person sharing with them truth. They believe that. And that is the way that God and Jesus wants us to approach him with situations and things that are happening in our lives. So for example, what that could look like is, is that if you're saying, God, I'm believing you for a new job. And then you're seeking God first every day, like it talks about in Matthew 6.33, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Then the part above that, seek ye first the kingdom of God, is it says, do not worry. And God references how he takes care of the lilies and the birds. And how could he not love us more than that? But yet in our flesh, we'll say, I'm seeking ye, king, ye first the kingdom of God. But I will just talk about myself. I will say that. I know that. I understand that. I say that I'm not worrying and I'll say that I'm good for me. But then my role shifts in as a mom. And so as a mom, I go into mama bear mode. And when I'm in mama bear mode, I'm missing the mark because instead of me saying, God, let me accept the will that you have in my life and in my situations, what I will do is I will seek scripture to say, well, this is going to justify my behavior to show up this way. And what God was showing me in my quiet time with his, him this morning was this, is that that's not the way to really accept the will of God. If you really want to accept the will of God, then when you're saying you have this childlike faith, you have to approach God with the openness and you have to use another reference where he talks about this childlike faith in Matthew 18, four through nine, it says, therefore, Whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest of the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes one such a child in my name welcomes me. Meaning that if we have this childlike faith, we are going to Jesus and truly not saying, I want to look at the word of God based on what's comfortable for me. I need to go to the will of God with the confidence of what the fullness of the word says. So when it says to seek ye first the kingdom of God, then if I'm seeking the kingdom of God and for him to be glorified, I have to surrender my flesh desires to fight and I have to surrender. There's a song, I don't know if it's by Elevation or somebody, it says, this is how I fight my battles. And it's referencing that we're fighting our battles in prayer. We're fighting our battles in gratefulness. We're fighting our battles by surrendering our will to what God has called us to do. And if you know your gifting, if you understand your role in the body of Christ, then you need to understand that as you are going through life in obedience, that God is working things out in a spiritual realm. Yesterday, we talked about rising up and rising up is really seeing like, okay, God, I understand that the word says in my weakness, you're made strong. But in this situation, 
I'm going by my strength and I need to just have this childlike faith and just fall back and say, God, I trust you in all situations and all circumstances. And so it was interesting, even this morning when I was having this conversation with God and he was saying, even when it comes to you reminding yourself, well, what did God call you to do? And how did God call you to show up to navigate in the world? And so for me, you'll notice down in the left lower right hand corner, or it might be the left hand corner for you. You'll see that my handle on my name everywhere on social media is Latasha115959. And the reason that I use the handle Latasha115959, good morning, Ida Lynn, is because that 115959 is the way that God usually shows up in my life. It means that when I finally surrender and I stop fighting and I have childlike faith and I start going into a place of praise and a place of gratefulness, that's when God shows up and does what only God can do. And so I will say sometimes it's 1159, but sometimes it's 1159 minutes and 59 seconds. And right when I get ready to just throw the towel in or say, God, did why didn't you show up this time? What he does is he shows up like he did for for Abraham and Isaac. And we'll talk about that tomorrow. But what God was showing me this morning when I was spending time with him is this is what he wants me to share with you. If you are in a situation right now where you're sick and tired of being sick and tired and you realize that you have sophisticated faith, meaning that you're saying, okay, when I see that situation over there, the word of God says have faith of a mustard seed. But that's not what I'm doing. I'm not going to have faith of a mustard seed. I'm going to switch over to this other person says when two or three are gathered in his name that he's in the midst. And I want y'all to intercede with me on the scriptures that I want for my life versus God at that moment might just be saying, have faith of a mustard seed, Latasha. Have faith of a mustard seed, Idolin. Have faith of a mustard seed, Shannon. That's all that I want you to do. And I want you to trust that. And I don't want you going to intercede and having some other type of prayer that's not in alignment for this moment. That's the difference between sophisticated faith and then having childlike faith. Sophisticated faith is knowing too much for your own good. You ever had your parents when you were growing up saying to you, you got too much, too much knowledge for your own good. You're too smart for your own good. And I used to say, well, how can you be too smart for your own good? And what God was showing me of in the conviction time when I was getting my spiritual spanking because I was praying in a way that I was comfortable with for the desires that I wanted for my child or I want in my situations with my business versus saying, no, that's the wrong text. And this is what I know about God. And I'm going to close on this point. We can't just say we want to hear the parts of the Bible that align up with what we're comfortable with. The word of God is a double-edged sword. It cuts going in and it cuts coming out. Meaning that if you are truly spending time with God and seeking him first, that what he's saying your assignments for that day might not be comfortable. When he is correcting you, course correcting you, he chases those who he loves, meaning that he gives, he gives us those spiritual spankings. When he does that, it might not feel good in that moment. But if you have childlike faith, understanding that he's gonna make it all right, he's gonna make it all right, and that he still has the plan for our lives, and we trust in that, and we sit in that, and we believe in that, that's when God can do bigger things. That's when he can do greater things because we know that it's not in our strengths. And so even when I think about, you know, some of the things that I was praying about, because this is what I do in my quiet time, I wrote down a whole list of things and I'm like, God, 
none of these things are working out <laughs> based on what I believe you for. None of them. They're working out, but they're not working out based on what I believed you for. And I believe that's why he brought me this message today to say, you know what? You need to have childlike faith. And kids are not trying to be that sophisticated. They don't write to-do lists with specific prayers on saying, this is what I will in my life. They just believe what you say. Um, I have a great example. My little great niece, her dad's birthday was a couple of days ago. And she went over to his house and she, he said, you're going to celebrate my birthday with you. And she said, okay, she's four, but acts like she's 40. And she's like, okay. And then I was talking to her grandmother yesterday. And she was like, she went with her dad and said, that's not how you have a birthday. We need to have a birthday birthday for him because he didn't celebrate. And so in her brain, when she thought about this, she used the Rolodex in her mind, even at four. That's how young things start to happen. And so then she said, well, we need to do something better for him. And so the grandmother said, we're going to do something tomorrow, meaning Friday. And she said, okay. And she believes that. She's not going to keep asking her grandmother over and over and over again, what are we doing for my daddy? She believes what her grandmother says to be true. And that is that childlike faith that we need to have when it comes to God. We need to trust that even though it may not be happening as quickly as we want it to happen, we have to trust like a child does to believe God's whole world, whole word to be true. And that again, everything that he's saying about us, about knowing that he had a plan for us before he formed us in our mother's womb, we need to trust that he still has that plan, no matter what our circumstances are, no matter what our situation is, that God has us. God has us. And we need to accept the will of God with this childlike faith, knowing that we also need to have the confidence that we'll talk about tomorrow. So I pray that this word today blesses you. I pray that you go back into the text itself and, and look at the scripture reference that we had here. Because like I said, when we look at this Matthew 19, 13 to 15, it's really important that we, we just meditate on the word of God. And then we ask him to speak to our hearts and help us to understand, God, what does this mean for me? Where do I need to have this childlike faith? And then where are the places that I need to pray specifically in a different way for something different on how I'm showing up? Perhaps our prayers when we're having this intercessory prayer is to just make sure that God can remind us to have this childlike faith. And even though you may have sophisticated faith and you know more scriptures, or even if you don't know the scriptures, you're just asking God for what you want versus things that glorify him. I pray that we have the discipline and the boldness to trust that God knows what's more, what's better for us, even when it may not feel good right now. So be encouraged by this word today. I love you guys so much. I will see you again tomorrow on morning at 645. And I just, I love you so much. So dear God, we thank you for reminding us again to accept your will for our lives, dear God. I pray that if it feels uncomfortable right now, that we can just still be grateful, that we can be joyful, that we can pray continually and just know that you are doing some stuff that we may not see the evidence of right now, but we know that if we can continually press towards the mark, forgetting the former things, 
deleting the imposter syndrome in our mind and just trusting the wholeness of who you are, God, that you will do things that will blow our mind and we will have the peace beyond all understanding as you deliver and do exceedingly and abundantly more than what we could even know to wrap our mouths around to ask for. And so God, we thank you today. We give you the highest praise and we love you. We surrender our will to your way, God. And we know that you are working all things out for the good because we believe and we love you. We thank you so much in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Love you guys much. And I will see you again tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye-bye.